Hello everyone and welcome to the debut episode of Tixie Discussions, um, a truly momentous occasion, I think you'll all agree. Um, I'm your host Matthew Dillon and my first guest is a man I've known since nursery, um, best mate, my best man at my wedding, uh, an all-round legend, I could go on and on, Mr Chris Bailey, how are we mate? Oh, nice one champ, can you hear me yeah? Yeah, I can hear you, mate. I can hear you loud and clear. You're all right. That's good. Yeah, that was a good intro. That who needs Michael Buffer, eh? <laughs> I'll do my best, mate. I'll do my best. Now, um, like I said, obviously, I know we obviously we go back a long way and we should be doing this over a pint. Um, oh, I'm, sure definitely. We will. I'm sure we will be in the bras well soon. Um, yeah, just man. to get that one in, definitely. Um, but like obviously we mentioned earlier, this podcast, um, you helped me come up with the name, um, Dixie Discusses. So, to actually get the man on who, who nicknamed me Dixie, um, <laughs> I've, I've just I've, that's the first thing I've got to ask. Do you actually remember the story behind it? Yeah, I've got slight recollections. I think it's, I think we started calling you that when we were about eight or nine, didn't we? Yeah, uh, then, there, there was that Christmas advert, wasn't there? Um, remember Dixon's where you could go get TVs and stuff, and. Dylan just dropped into Dixon and then we were like going with that for a bit. We were calling you Dixon for some reason. <laughs> and then I can remember watching the um, the Everton documentary with my granddad. He had it on the old VHS. Uh, you probably had it too. Um, yeah, it did, mate, yeah. And it was, I was just in awe watching Dixie Dean and he said like about like how he got the nickname Dixie because he had, you know, his, his leather tan skin and all that. And my granddad turned to me and said, that's like your mate, Matthew. He goes brown as anything with a wink of the sun. And I thought, <laughs> I thought yeah, that's right. And then, we, you know, we're evolving for Dixon. We, we went to Dixie. And, uh, yeah, and it's carried, hasn't it? You took her into secondary school. And, yeah. Um, and, you know, if you start making money off this, I'm trademarking you, champ. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely, definitely, mate. You'll be getting all the royalties. Don't worry. So, um, obviously, now, now that's been cleared up, uh, like I'm sure you've heard in, in the intro and what we've, we've talked about anyway. One of the big parts of the, the, the podcast, what we were looking to do, is try and get to uh, find out what people's sort of best and worst things were about Everton. So, f- first, <laughs> exactly, yeah, probably more worse than best, isn't it? At the minute, but, um, yeah. The first thing I probably wanted to touch on, and I think, you know, obviously I know you well, mate. I, I've got a feeling I'm probably going to know most of these, but, you know, there could be a few <laughs> surprises in there. Um, just wanted to start off with your, your favourite Everton player and why. Oh, man, well, that's just uh, straight off the bat to me, Duncan Ferguson. I He's thought so, mate, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's like stand, bog standard 90s kid growing up here, but, man, he, you know, you loved Kinchelskis and... And we both loved Gary Speed, didn't we? And um, yeah, but Duncan was, was just a man, mate. He just burst onto the scene like a firework, didn't he? Uh, scored against uh, that lot over the road, and um, yeah, he's just like it's just in awe of him. Just I've had the uh, the fortune of meeting him a few times, and it's just like being in the the presence of something unreal. Like it's like yeah. I get giddy around him. It's 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 silly, like being a grown man, like but. No, he's a lot of him. He was he was the talis- he was the talisman for so long, wasn't he? Yeah, like, he he went through so many different sides as well. When you look at it, you know, before and after he left. Um, yeah. So yeah, I can somebody understand that. Uh, see me at the Howard Kendall appreciation night when he was there, and I shot over like a a girl at a take that concert. <laughs> you did, mate. <laughs> that, yeah. And um, yeah, when he went, 
the Newcastle after the Newcastle game went up. To, ironically, you went to Newcastle, didn't you? Yeah. Um, I'll yeah, yeah, remember that night, mate. That was heartbreaking. I can remember being on the train with a, a lad that we used to go to school with, Gary McCartney. I was coming yeah, back yeah. from school and he's, he's winding me up, going, Oh, mate, it's happening. Duncan's going. He was a, one of the red lots, so he was enjoying me squirming. And uh, I can remember my granddad had gone in for the triple bypass as well. So I had that on my mind. And then I shot back into ours and my mum's there. And my mum goes, uh, I bought you the echo. I'm sorry. Like that turn back at the echo and he'd gone. Oh, mate, I was I was devastated that I was just floods. It just all got to me. I was carrying it. I was uh, juggling a lot of balls that day. And I just didn't need that. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but then when I'm... he came back, he was like a hero for the turn, wasn't it? Yeah, I know he amazing, mate. That, that game against Charlton, that, that's what, oh, it's, yeah. it's a mad thing. and Obviously, probably doesn't mean much in the grand scheme of things, but yeah, a lot, that's one of the nights I'll probably always remember in terms of a night game. The atmosphere yeah, was yeah. amazing, wasn't it? Um, yeah. And obviously, he popped up with two goals as well. Like, so. It was like Jeffers, Gravison, they were all like stood up that game, didn't they? And it was just like, yeah, we might be on to something here. Obviously, we had Walter Smith in charge at the yeah, time yeah. and, and yeah. Yeah, the breaks, breaks soon switch, but... I know he had his injuries and he, he was a bit of a a bit of a uh, fog. Sweetheart though, but yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. We all and, know about that, mate, don't we? There was just something about he was just a hero to me and it's it's remained constant with me. I'm just always in awe of him. I just I think he's great. He could like come and throw the head on me if he wanted and I'd still think he was great, like no pressing charges there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I rem- I remember we had we had a good shot, didn't we, last season about after he took that, uh, he took charge of the game um, mm-hmm. against Chelsea, and then obviously that after the, the United game, and I thought it was it was great the way Carlo always sort of harks back to it, and the fact that like our sort of resurgence in form last season was down to Duncan and yeah, the team yeah. spirit that he tried to, to 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 get in the camp and stuff like that. And yeah, again, I think that that's that's another probably one of the matches that I'll probably take to my grave that one because oh, it was just sure. surreal, wasn't it, to see him on the line? And yeah, you know, that was me. It was my daughter's first game, Molly's. Yeah, well, it was Molly's first game, yeah. I don't know yeah. what you were saying, mate, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I've got that so, to show, yeah. but uh, yeah, he's just full of passion and driving. He's just, he's something else. He's unique to me and I'll always love yeah. him. So, yeah. Well, you've, you've only got to look as well and I think a few of the naysayers who said, you know, what does he do around the club? You've only got to look at, uh, at Tom now, haven't you? The way he's yeah. banging goals oh, yeah. and the way he talks about him. So, yeah, Dominic's I think... Been uh, hasn't he? Yeah, he's been superb, and I think yeah, obviously coming in, coming in in a, a difficult situation as the caretaker manager, and then obviously, like you said, the way Dom's gone on to to, to bang goals and left, right, and centre yeah. this season, I think finally people are appreciating what Duncan's doing around the club, and that's great to see. I think, and you um, say uh, throwing a bit of aggression in with Dom as well, just to finish yeah. that point. He's he's got a bit snidier, hasn't he, Dominic? No, he has. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's all what we said. What he needed to he needed to have, didn't he? I think Carlos obviously said. Make sure you play inside the penalty area. But then, like you said, I think Duncan sort of put that bit of snide in and what he needed as well, which which is great to see. So yeah, yeah. so uh, brilliant, brilliant, mate. I think quite a few people are probably going to have Duncan on, but um, I think you summed it up pretty well there, mate. Um, Thank you. In, in terms of in terms of like your favourite kit, where where would you go down with that one? Right. Well, I was having a little uh, think about this last night because we've had a few decent kits. I wouldn't say ones that blow me away. Yeah. But then I went down the sentimental route and I thought, <clears throat> do you know what kit I loved and I ended up buying it retro a few years ago? The 1987 kit. It means yeah. a lot to me. Um, it was the first kit I ever owned as an, yeah. uh, you know, and 
Um, my nan bought me from Sparta Sports. <laughs> oh, God, mate, you remember that? So uh, that brings back memory. I think a few people yeah. listening to this will probably remember Sparta Sports. Yeah, yeah, it was a bit of bribery at the time. Um, did a good deed for me nan, got the kit, and thought I was... Uh, Thought it was Tony Cotty or something. I think we wore it till nineteen eighty nine, didn't we? Um, yeah, I think that thing was a couple of years, mate. But yeah, I, I think it's pretty underrated. That kit, to be yeah. fair, and I think and what def- it's. Sorry, mate. No, go on. Def- def- I think after the eighty nine, he threw the white collar on it. It was pretty much the same kit, wasn't it? Just had the white collar. Yeah, but, yeah. It, 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 but you're right, mate. It was, it was a cla- it was a classic kit, to be fair. Like, and I think. Especially what it, like you said, what it represented. Um, you know, I know what probably most of the people who've listened to this have seen Howard's way. Um, mm-hmm. and obviously it was you know super documentary. But I think speaking to quite a few people who were around at the time, um, the only source of criticism that the ad was not a lot was made at the the eighty seven title compared yeah. to like obviously us winning the trophies before. Whereas a lot of people say eighty seven was sweeter because at the end of the day we'd won it, lost it to them, but then we won it back again. Yeah. So yeah, I think um, I get that vibe though. I get that where a lot of people don't talk about eighty seven. It's like a, a, a fart in a wind tunnel. It didn't happen, you know what I mean? <laughs> but it, it was huge, wasn't it? it? Like he said, we we took it right back off them, but then unfortunately we started like selling stock and we didn't build on the team. Um, yeah. We often suffered with the European ban, but I don't want to totally yeah. like blame that. Because I do think there's more our club could have done to like, you know, because as, as we started to falter, Liverpool, you know, they were stable. They still stayed where they were. United started growing. Yeah, Arsenal started coming back up. Um, yeah, we lost quite a few. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, I think that's yeah. a great shout, mate. I think that's a really yeah. good shout. To be honest with you, um, I think like like people have said, a, a few people have sent in a few suggestions and stuff. But to be honest, the eighty seven what happened popped up. So I think that's a great shout. To be honest, yeah. um, so this this probably could be a bit more difficult. Like, um, and I know obviously we've been <laughs> we've been to many matches over the years, all one away, <laughs> um, good times and bad times. Like, but um, what's your, what's your what's your favourite one of the lot? Uh, my favourite Wanderla has to be the 20th of April 2005, Manchester United 1-0. Oh, yeah. Uh, I just think that season, uh, overall, it was just, oh, wow. What a match, though, Matty. What a match. We got there, didn't we? I remember uh, going up with you and we went in the winnie and um, it was just bouncing. And But the, I think for me, what it was was the build-up to that game as well is everyone thought we were going, the bubble was going to burst. We were going to fall yeah, on our spot on, mate. You're absolutely yeah. spot on, yeah. We had... We had the little uh, naysayers over the road going, oh, this is it, we're going to catch you up and go past you now. You don't deserve that spot. You, deserve... you know, all the abuse we'd suffered for years, me and you, uh, like because we had a few Liverpool fan friends at the time. And it was just like golden, wasn't it? And it, we were getting it off the media as well. And obviously, big nose, Phil Thompson was getting his two pen of bread. <laughs> and we were hyped. But I can remember me and you, like, really, barely spoke before that game because there was like a sense of focus like we were yeah. you know like we were going on the pitch yeah yeah it was yeah. it was uh, it was it was just one of them wasn't it and I think like you oh. said I, I think the atmosphere around the ground I, I felt that I felt that a few times to be fair with certain yeah. games you just you just had the feeling something good was going to happen didn't you that night um, yeah. and especially th- that group of players like you said oh yeah they were so together weren't they and yeah know, um, I mean I'd love to touch on that as well that season as a whole I mean we're looking at like Rosinski and Rooney left, didn't he? And that was it. Then we were like getting uh, placed as relegation fodder. And um, 
you know, we signed uh, Marcus Ben, didn't we, which people chuckled at. And then we got uh, Tim Kyle in, and he was like relatively like, you know, he'd had a good cup run with Millwall. Yeah. People were still a bit like, oh, he's just championship player. And um, how do you prove this? How do you prove that that squad? Marcus Ben absolutely ran his ass off for us. And I don't care what anyone says about his overall ability. He was the man that season. And we all know. He was superb, yeah. and you know you, you hear the way he talks about the club now, and I know obviously he's had he's had a few issues, hasn't he? Um, yeah. But I, I think the last time I saw you know obviously anything um, regarding him in terms of videos and, and stuff like that, he seems to be in a lot better place, which which is great to see. Because like you said, he, I just thought he, he was great. He just run, he'd run all day. He'd mm. he'd harass defenders, which you know the likes of Tim, yeah, Tim yeah. Kyle and and Ozzy as well. Obviously, Ozzy came to the fore that season. Oh, Ozzy was brilliant. Some vital goals, like so. Well, think about. All those like last minute winners we got that season as well. Yeah. You know, like in the Bolton game, Palm Peay, Southampton. Yeah. Oh, we haven't even mentioned the Lee Carsley derby, but I no, know everything, exactly. everything yeah. sums up to me is that Man United game because we were just yeah. great. It was passion. We were fighting with them. You know, they had, they had players on the pitch like Rio, Roy Keane, you know, people who were willing to battle and we were just taking it to them. And you know, play like we said, we touched on Ben's. Like even kill Ban ran his ass off that game. I remember that you mentioned. I remember at the ends where uh, Scott Scott got yeah. kicks, didn't he? Because he, he yeah, yeah. And I know obviously Gary Neville got sent off kicking the ball into the main stand, didn't he? And I just think, yeah, didn't I, he hit I, a I kid? Just, yeah, I just think they, <laughs> they knew that night, didn't he? They knew that yeah. night that it was just it, it was our it was our night. And um, I can't even they, them having a chance. I I, I can't. I no. think back to the game and I can't. We just were well up for it, and it just yeah. summed up all I loved about that season, because that season was huge for me. I'd, I'd been through a few personal issues the summer before. I, um, my nan passed away, as you know. Yeah. And, I remember, mate. Yeah, yeah. You know, we just turned twenty-one. But me and you, we were like coming into our man, man years and stuff. Jesus, mate. Yeah. It's just <laughs> but if I can pick one game that I'll, I'll take to uh, take to me snuzzy little deathbed is. Uh, that Man United game because that was special. That meant a lot, and I think like, it's a great show, mate. Uh, this is it. You know, we've arrived. We're going to see something through instead of bottling it. Yeah, we. I think. You know. I think it's a great show, mate, and I think um, probably what sums it up. Um, Martin, I remember in a with Martin Tyler talking about. Um, talking to Andy, obviously Andy Gray. I don't know whether he wasn't. He was still on Sky. I don't know if he moved on, but he, I know he wasn't there that night. And mm. remember Martin Tyler apparently said to him like. You know, you should you should have been there. It was it was yeah, like yeah. By, it was like Bayern Munich all over again. Um, He'd have loved I, it, wouldn't he? Gray yeah. he loves it all now. He was, he, he was. But um, yeah, I think that pretty pretty much sums it up, mate. Because yeah, I think it, it's one of them games where you, you have to be there, didn't you? Um, yeah, I'm glad to be where, mate. The whole season just restored a lot of pride in us, then and a lot of belief, yeah. and and then like we and icing on the cake was that Newcastle game, the Tim Cahill second goal. His celebration where he's going, it's over. It was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was me. I know, yeah. That, yeah, that led to our infamous two-day bender. I mean, you just went and got. <laughs> were we walking around like the walkabout with like two bottles of champagne, like a pair of bonkers? You know what I mean? Well, it was it was it was well deserved, mate. It was well earned, yeah. wasn't it? So, uh, yeah, great, good good times, mate. Good times. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully to come back soon as well. By the way, yeah, but yeah. Uh, we'll we'll touch on it. We'll touch on that a bit later on. So yeah. now we've obviously gone over the highs. Um, we've got a we've got a flip to the other side of the coin now. Um, <laughs> so I was going to say, mate, that this could probably. Could be it might be easier. I don't know for you, but um, uh, in, in, in terms of the, uh, the the first question, um, who who in your times you think's been the worst player you've seen pull on a blue shirt? Oh, 
Oh. <laughs> and I've we've had a, a few, few, mate, haven't we? I've got a few special mentions before I come out with me one. Go All on, right. Go on, far away. Mitch Ward, Paul Holmes, Stuart Barlow, Brett Angel, and John Spencer. They were just awful. Oh, okay, and Mitch, what, Mitch Ward, what was he like? He was like a, a utility player, jack of all trades, and a master of none. He well, I remember, he, I remember he came in, didn't he, with, with Carl Tyler. Um, yeah, like, yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't a double deal, and, and, and Graeme Stewart went the other way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I yeah, remember that, him right. So, oh, no, so, you, you to, why, give up the diamond geese, but two pieces of trash, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it was it was a strange one, mate. But obviously, it never worked out. And but, I think that the John Spencer one, by the way, I think is a great show because I know um, you probably heard I I mentioned Sandro in terms of mine just because in terms of obviously what he cost in wages and what he contributed. Yeah. But the John Spencer one, uh, God, mate, I think he must have had he must have had about probably about the same number of games and I did not. Um, so he, he was a pretty close one. Like so, who who tops it for you? Well, um, it, people will just say I'm going along with you, but Sandro Ramirez for me as well. Nice, That's okay, the, nice. I had a good thing last night, and it it is you, you were spot on. It's in terms of hype, um, the excitement behind getting him, and just when you've seen him in games, like I remember the Chelsea one where we drew nil nil. It's just the ability was awful. It, it just like he was like, are you a footballer or are you just like some spectator who snided on? You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it was just so, and like he said, his wages were, were you know, you hear rumours, it ranges from like 100 to 125, doesn't it, a week? Yeah. Um, just as I think his attitude stinks as well. I think he's one of them. If he wanted to, he could have got his head down and tried. And, you know, you look at Umar, I mean, yeah, he's, a, you know, he wasn't our like best signing, but he, at least he got his head down and tried. Yeah, I know what you mean, mate. At least he had to go. Um, I, I just, I just can't bear the thought of Ramirez like, it, like coming back in the squad. Even when he like trained with us over the summer, I was like balking because I was like, you know, we're paying for what. I think it's, <laughs> I think, I think it just probably sums up modern football today, mate, doesn't it? Because from yeah. obviously from from what we all heard, there were certain teams in for him. Um, but he wouldn't go because he wouldn't take a drop on the wages. Um, yeah, yeah. Or obviously the club, the club wouldn't pick up, pick up. Well, it's uh, the a same when, wages, we, so. when we signed him on it. It felt like a bit of a hostage situation there because it was like, yeah. oh, Athletic all coming in for him. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, yeah. like we panicked, and I think like originally, had uh, the ball was sixty grand a week, and then we just told him we'll double it. Exactly, United with Seth Johnson, you know what I mean? Oh, God, mate, yeah. Um, yeah. But no, I, that, I think, yeah, that, that pretty much sums it up, mate. I think the Asians, yeah. the Asians and, uh, obviously had a great time. Like an original answer for you, because you'd already alluded to Sandro, but no, that's the one for me. I think it's, um, I think it's spot on, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, but like you said, I loved, I, loved, I loved the other ones you threw in, because, uh, yeah, that, that, that's from collection as well. Mate, yeah, you've got to put honourable mentions in. You've got to, you know. Of course, you have, mate. Or dishonourable. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, <laughs> we'll, we'll move on, mate. Um, now, to be honest, again, um, like, like, obviously, we, we discussed on the last one, They've, mm. uh, we, we've had we've had we've had a few bad kits as well over the years, in my opinion, uh, on oh, man away. But um, have you got one that particularly stands out for you? Yeah, yeah, it was the nineteen ninety eight to ninety nine away kit, the white strip. Oh, oh right, okay, that mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that with the it, umbro down the down the sleeves like the yeah, seven, yeah, the chevrons? Yeah, it looked like Tramia's kit. That's what annoyed me about it. I was like, oh god, it's that Wolves kit over the water. No way. I just I, I know we've had dodgy. 
And I know you'll probably hear some better ones when you get people on like Pink Sam and this that. No, but, but you know what? Like... I've I've never ever I've never ever thought of that. Me, but you know what? I can see it in my mind's eye now. And you're right, yeah. it actually does. Yeah, yeah. I've never ever, I've never ever equated it to that. The material felt like a tea towel as well. <laughs> God awful one to one sign. Like, oh yeah, yeah. We, we mentioned that on the last one, mate. Yeah. So uh, I, I think, I think, the, the I think that's going to come up again. The badge used to make me nipple nearly fall off. It was like. <laughs> <laughs> It was just an awful kit. And you know what? I got that. I used to work in the uh, St. Charles Social Club, uh, glass collecting. And the manager in there was an Evertonian. And he, and he was all right with me. He used to have a bit of banter. And he, I come in one day and he went, I've got your little bonus. And he passes me that. I was like, oh, God, I wish he'd just give me an extra 20 quid. You know what I mean? <laughs> Ungrateful that I am. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me guess. You used, you used it to wipe the bar with, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I couldn't even know what I'd done with it. I can remember wearing it like two times to play football in. And... One time it was raining, and you know what that one to one oh, time. Oh, shit! I'll mention the last uh, one. It was like it was like running around with a concrete block on your stomach, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like I had like uh, rash patches on my stomach where the one to one sign was, and like no left nipple. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it was awful. Do you know what? Though, mate? I'm going to have to check after this because I'm sure I've actually got that somewhere. You know, I think I, I think I've got it. I think I've got it. <laughs> I've got loads. I've got to be fair. I've got loads of a few to like to different charity places and passed it on to, yeah, to people. Yeah. But um, I've got a feeling I've got that somewhere, mate. So I think I'll get back to you on that one. Um, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, we will, mate. We will. Um, just and the last one. Um, in terms of wastes, again, I, I've been with you and we we've seen some shockers over the years. Oh man. Um, but it's, again, it's the one that stands out for you. Yeah, the the Florentina game. Oh, um, mate, yeah. For 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 obvious, obvious reasons, just a letdown. Yeah, it was just oh, mate, it was um, it was one of them. It you know the obvious games it's be picked like awful ones like when we got beat four 0 by Bolton at home or we got trounced by West Brom something like that. But that one, mate, that that still sticks in my the back of my throat. That game and not because the players played awful, they were brilliant, fantastic one to eleven. Couldn't have asked any more of them. It was just the fact that how we lost it and that keeper had a world. He, Sebastian it was like, Frey, he, he still speaks yeah, yeah. you know, means that I've seen him. Oh, I follow him on Twitter. I bet he gets wine in Florence for that. Yeah, you know what I mean? He does. Um, yeah, I, I still I, I follow him on Twitter. Yeah, sorry, man. Yeah, go on, mate. I'd say I still follow him on Twitter, and he, he mentions it from time to time. It talks about like his, his best game, even terms of actually atmosphere. He, he, I remember him saying yeah. it was the best atmosphere he ever played in. And well, he, that's he, what he, I was going to say, John. Um, we were awful on the first leg, weren't we? Yeah, but you know terrible, when we mate. one where me and you were on that uh, eighty-two, and then we get to twenty, and it was one of them where we just could feel it. You feel it buzzing towards yeah. the ground, and then yeah. we got the, the atmosphere just hit me. And then I sat there and I thought, you know what? This is our night. This is going to be our tournament. And this is the trophy we need to kick on. Because we had a, we were the nearly men then, weren't we? We had the yeah. nearly men squad. We all had decent players like Pinar, AJ, Yakubu, Arteta Kale, Jackson Lescott, Baines, Tim Howard. We all we had this squad where they could kick on, but we just needed a couple more, a couple more in and like uh, to make a statement. Now people would say, like, oh, well, yeah, we'll win the FA Cup or or finish high in the league. That's sound, but like I still think if we'd have won that UEFA Cup, that would have been a game changer, Matty. That would have put us forward. You know what I mean? That had stomped our mark on the European market as well. And just it was one of them, wasn't it? AJ scored quite early and then Arteta scored one hell of a goal that I'll never get bored of watching. Yeah. And it was just that was then. That was like you say, that's Sebastian Frey just switched on. 
And he was just, it was, I think, like, Kikubu had a couple of chances. Uh, Joey Obo had that head out, didn't he? Yeah. And it was save after save after save. And then getting into extra time, and you're like, oh, God. And then even on pens, I thought, yeah, we'll do this because we had good pen takers. We had like Jags, Gravison, uh, Arteta, and all that. And I was just thinking, yeah, this is, this, it's still going to happen. I just look at the start, like the way that UEFA Cup that season played out. You know, we'd already beat the ones who won it. Sure, I was just going to touch on that with, with Zenith obviously winning it. Yeah. Playing play Rangers in the final. And um, yeah, we'd obviously, we'd obviously beat them on, on, on the way. And I think that's probably the most galling thing for me. Um, yeah, I just think that season, if we'd have won that, that would have took us faster forward. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It was a missed opportunity, definitely. Yeah, yeah. It. And it's one of them, isn't it? Everton, you know, he broke me more times than I care to think. But we loved them. And I anticipate, I always anticipate there'll be more hurt, but I also anticipate good times and I believe great times are coming. Honestly, I do. But like I said, that match still falls me. It's like, yeah. <laughs> no, it is, it is, mate. I'd say, I'd, to be honest, I've, I've probably watched the goals back, um, God knows how many times, but I probably can't bring myself to actually watch the, you know, the highlights yeah. of the, 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 the actual game because, like you said, it was just absolutely gutting. Um, yeah. I, I, st- I still know a lad as well who, um, who actually hates Yakubu because he missed the pen. Even oh, consi- yeah. even, even considering, <laughs> obviously, all, all he's done. And, and you know my opinion. I'm, I think he was a better oh. striker for Everton than Lukaku. I think if he wouldn't have got that injury, yeah. the amount of goals he probably would have scored finish. after. Natural finishing, man. But I can remember I went off the radar radar after it and you were like, you don't, you always text me every day, see how I am. I don't think I text back for about three or four days and then I got one off you saying, you've been checking skips and car beats yeah, for I was me. looking at milk cartons for you, mate. I don't know what I'd have. So. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, did, it did stick in me throat for a while and still does. But yeah, you think about turning points and missed opportunities. That for me with that team we had then, it was a missed one. Well, like yeah. you said, mate, and, and, and what you touched on before in terms of hopefully better things around the corner. So we'll, we'll yeah. sort of move on to that now, if you like. Um, yeah, yeah. We know, obviously, in the way the season started, we started off like a train, didn't we? Seven wins out of seven. Um, <laughs> and then, obviously, the last the last three performances, um, well, I say especially the Southampton and the Newcastle game, I think a couple of weeks ago, it, it was a little bit better, wasn't it, against United? Um, but it wasn't, yeah. you know, it still wasn't up to par. But going forward, how do, you, how do you see things going? I know we probably need a couple more players in um, for me, but how, how, do you see it? how do you see the season going? I can see the season going quite well. I think, yeah, we've had our hiccup, but we were due a slap. We were. I mean, you look at games like the Crystal Palace game, I don't think we should have won that. Maybe we should have drew. You know what I mean? Palace played well, so we had it coming. Yeah, we were hard now. Yeah, I just didn't think it hit us threefold I thought we'd like get a slap bust ourselves off start picking the points up again I'm not overly worried um, because obviously in Carlo we trust don't we Um, most definitely the only thing that's worried me the last few weeks is we looked a bit leggy do you know what I mean like you look a bit like the playing in wet cement sometimes. Yeah. I think it. that that first international break for me, the way some of the players came back, they just didn't look right. I think um, yeah. if there's been no surprise that Alan's obviously, you know, again, we'll, 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 we'll discuss that, I think, in terms of like the internationals. For me, it seems mad that they're even going ahead because of what's going on with the pandemic. Well, I, I couldn't get my head around. Well, the first in, international break, I don't really keep up on international football. As long as my players come back fit, I'm fine. Same, yeah. But then... I didn't know there was like England were playing three times. I'm like, you're mad. You know yeah. what I mean? Three three games in a week. And 
then they come back. No wonder, like, everyone's been stuttering, starting, and there's injuries. Not just with us, all over the Premiership, you're seeing, yeah, yeah. like, massive amounts of injuries piling up. Why didn't he just scrap the international this, well, look, this, this season? Is, this is it, mate, and, and this is what I can't understand either. You know, you've got, well, especially, like, you know, the, the, Sky, the Sky Six still mm. pushing to have five subs, um, which obviously that means they can use the squads and, you know, they're probably yeah, more yeah. likely to finish back in the top six, obviously. But for me, just why don't you just stop the internationals? If you want to stop just all stop these it. injuries, just stop stop them. And then players have obviously yeah. got a time to, to rest them, recuperate properly. Um, just, you like know, you if said, you want to internationals, do it in a year or so when when the world's got its head around a lot of yeah. stuff. There's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, totally agree, mate. Totally but agree. I just, internationals is pointless. You don't even... Like, it's what is it a nation league? It's not. That's just glorified friendlies. No one gives a fly yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's mad. Um, it is mad. But, but obviously, with with coming up now to Sunday um, and, mm. and Fulham, um, I know probably it looks like you know Alan and, uh, and Seamus could, could be out in terms because they pulled yeah, out yeah. to the international uh, international team. So that's you know that's going to be difficult. But um, how do you, how do you see it going? I know. Uh, you know, we've we've had we had a couple of decent results there. Um, the last few years, obviously, when they yeah. were up, I know, I know, last the last time we were up, it wasn't, it didn't go well down there. But how do you see it going on Sunday? We've got to win, haven't we? Yeah, we've just got definitely. to. It, I don't think there's any any way. Like, I, I wouldn't even be happy with a draw. We've we've got to win. I've been keeping an eye on um, Fulham this season, um, and they've been impressive in spouts, but not overall. I don't think they're a good footballing team. You know what I mean? I don't think they're like a unit. They're not like drilled. I think you can get at them. We will have, we should have chances. Um, <clears throat> but God, how many times have we said that about Everton? Yeah. And then, no, it's true, mate. I know. Um, yeah. Like, like you said, I've, I've watched them a couple of times myself, and they, they've, they've struggled. They have really struggled, haven't they? I think. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. What, There's what, a lot of like over unnecessary passing with them. You know what I mean? Yeah, Did yeah. Them, and all that. Um, Scott Parker. Don't like him anyway, so. Fair bad memories, mate. I know, I know. Classics, boy, isn't he? He's just, oh, yeah. But no, I understand what you mean, mate. In terms of like their squad as well, I think, I don't know whether they might have learned a lesson from last time, because obviously last time they were up, they were buying everyone, weren't they? Um, Everyone like around Europe and then trying to get them fitted into a squad. And they they haven't done that, I think. Obviously, they've bought a couple of players in. Um, obviously a couple we know really well in terms of Anthony Robinson who I think when I've seen him he, he's done well um, yeah he's and, decent yeah yeah you know f- fair play to him I think uh, I, God, I, I think he must still be gutted at the AC Milan move didn't work out mustn't he in terms of yeah, the, the yeah. way they're playing at the minute you know top of the league and the flying would have been a great move for him so I'm, I'm, I'm still gutted for him over that one and, uh, do you think uh, do you think Luchman will have a worldie against us well that, that, that's <laughs> just you've just read me mind as usual mate. Um, that's what I was just going to come on to and say so obviously we saw we saw his pens in we against West Ham. Um, yeah, with yeah. missing that, how do, how do you feel he's gonna he's gonna do on Sunday? Well, he's one gonna prove a point against us anyway, isn't he? So is, yeah. I think even if he just scored that pen, I think he's had this game penned in his mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and do you know what I'd do? What um, regarding the Seamus Coleman situation, would you play Holgate right back just while he gets his match sharpness back? And you know, we've got. I know Mina's been a bit hit and miss, but we've got options, more options centre back than we have at right back at the minute. I think it's a really good shout, mate. I think um, 
you know, I, I saw how John Joe obviously played against Newcastle, and don't be wrong, I like I like John Joe, but yeah, um, like him. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure whether the Premier League is, you know, a, a big step for him. To be perfectly honest, um, he's got hats, hasn't he? he? Just it's just his his ability. Sometimes you question. I, like I, his... I think yeah. I agree with you, mate. I think defensively, um, I rate him. I think he's a good defender, but I think in, obviously in the modern game, you've got to have both, haven't you? You've got to be able to yeah. get forward and back. Um, and like you said, yeah, we, we, we see how obviously Mason uses the ball. Um, you know, there's quite a lot of times touching on obviously before, like you mentioned about when Duncan was in charge. I remember him playing like defensive midfield against United, didn't he? Um, yeah, and he's played right. he's plenty centre back at right back last season when he was at West Brom. You know, he played really mm-hmm. well, he put some decent crosses in. So yeah, I think that could be a good show to be honest, mate. Um, who I would you uh, put alongside Keane? Oh. I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. So would you have would you have Keane Amina? Probably best to go with them in if um Oh, I don't know though, because I do like the look of that Norwich lad. Yeah, Godfrey. Um, yeah, and then Bram Frey didn't let us down last season, did he? And We've got options, mate, which, which is good. Which is good. I think that's probably... what I'm saying. We've got more options centre than we have at right back. So I just think yeah. for Matt sharpness and, and easing him back into the team, because Holgate had he's you know he's come back the back of a nasty injury. Stick him right back. You know what I mean? He'd be sound there. I think and I trust him more than uh, Kenny or or sticking the young lad out there again. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think that's to be honest, mate. I think that's a really good shout. Um, I think probably the other positions as well. Um, if Alan's out, um, you've obviously you know it, it's much of a muchness, isn't it? You've, you've obviously yeah. got a, you've got to core you. To be honest, I'm, I'm not sure. Um, in terms of this season, I think he's obviously he's playing to a, a role, isn't he? Uh, that he might not be com- you know completely comfortable with because you saw him at, at Watford. He was more box to box for me, and I thought when we yeah. signed him, that's going to be that you know that's going to be the role he's taking. But he seems to be taking a bit of a back you know a backward step in terms of like he, he seems to be more holding. So um, yeah. I think obviously he's he's going to be in there. Um, then you're looking at who do you think? Gil, Gil, it's probably going to be Gilfield and, and Jay Gomez, isn't it? But would you mash it up a bit? Maybe just go with two centimetres. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just the core and uh, maybe Gomez. Because um, me and you were talking last week uh, that you know we could start playing Rodriguez a bit further up the field next to uh, Dominic. Yeah, I just think... go for go four four two. You know what I mean? If yeah. you're going to take a chance and change your formation, change it against the team that's struggling. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, you could play him obviously behind behind Dominic, couldn't you, mate? And, uh, yeah, it's just I just. I just can't be doing with Sigurdsson no more. I mean, he's got ability, but it's just every time he's, he comes off the bench and he looks he looks fairly decent. You're like, oh, maybe you know we've been too harsh on him last year and stuff. And then he gets his games, doesn't he? He gets a few injuries, he gets his opportunity, opportunity and he's not yeah, done that. And he's like the me. invisible man. And there's a, there's a few, mate. You could probably say that about couldn't you? I mean, to be honest, I, I don't even, I dare even say it now. But um, when we were talking about the centre of the park, um, as well, would you know? But to be honest, I was even going to suggest maybe bringing Delphin, or maybe that's what Carlo yeah, might no. do. Um, yeah. you know, because like he seems you said, to trust him, doesn't he? Um, there's him, there's him, or obviously Tom Davis, isn't there as well? You know, you could you could put in. Um, but yeah, that that will probably be an interesting one. But like you said, yeah, it seems like. Um, Gilfie, it's you know, it's sort of one game in, one game out, or he's in for a I half, just, or like, and he hasn't done it, has he? Oh, aren't we? We're just flogging a dead horse of him. It's yeah. just, you know, he's had four years at us now, has he? Yeah, yeah. you know, he started off great, then he scored some good goals and stuff, and then I don't know, he just, I, I think I've got this theory about Scandinavian players because they do it, they, 
they play top football in the Premiership, and then when they get to like the late twenties or early thirties, they just seem to fade off, don't they? I don't know if you've noticed that before. No, it's, but... it's probably a good shout, mate. Um, <laughs> just, thinking so of, shy, just thinking of a couple really? of them. Just thinking of a couple of them, mate, yeah. Um, yeah, like, yeah, could be a good like, um, yeah, yeah, like Henningberg and, um, what was his name, Lars Bohinen and uh, there was a few, no, wasn't I mean, you're there? Coming, you're coming up with some crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but you were I all like, these. yeah, they were all decent at one point, like the Georgie Kinklatsi and stuff like that, and, and then they just like, off. I don't know what it is. So um, I've got another one for you as well. Remember Michael Forshell? Oh God, yeah, yeah. Because he was meant to be world class, and uh, I was well. Yeah, one I can think of that did see it through was Ida Gunyan. He was a good player. Yeah, wasn't he? he was a class he was, player, mate, wasn't he? He was. I know we were linked with him short the towards the end of his career, weren't we? Like, and, um, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was a top player. He was a top top player, mate. Um, yeah. Well, no, obviously we mentioned there about obviously Sigurdsson being a bit of an invisible man and in and out. Um, yeah. You're looking at obviously if if we're, we're both talking about maybe putting um, Richie on the left hand side again, um, that right hand side. Um, if we're talking about maybe putting Hammers a bit more central, who would, who would you look at? Who would you look at maybe coming on the right? Would you look at? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Was it be a Wobi? Was it? Would you? Would you give Anthony Gordon a go? I'd give Gordon a go if he, if he said to me now you got to pick the team now, Gordon in it. Have you seen the pace on the lad? Oh, he's a dream to watch. And then I don't know what's happened there though. I don't know if because Carlo's talking about oh he comes to confront me and knock on my door and I welcomed it. Yeah. But did he? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It seems like since then. Who knows? Who knows, mate? What's what? Like you said, what's what's going on? And you know, there's there's a few different schools of thoughts, isn't it? You know, a lot of people are saying. Carlo's putting this the dead words right, you know, right in the shop window to, to say yeah. to the board, listen, this is what I'm working with, and it's not, it's not obviously happening. Um, I, you know, still, so if- I still think we pushed Walcott out too fast. I know Walcott's not everyone's cup of tea, and he he was inconsistent himself, but he gave us shape, you know, when he was on the pitch. Yeah, and we lack a bit of that, and he did track back and do his yards. He, you know, I don't think he. It's just sometimes like in the final third, he was a bit questionable, but. I just think with the squad size, we've got we trimmed it a bit too soon to certain areas. You know what I, I mean? Like the, the striker position. Like, what happens if Dominic gets injured? Yeah. Well, God, you know forbid. What I mean? God forbid. Mate, no, yeah. no, I agree with you. And I look back at what Carlo said, and they were talking about four players, weren't they? And one of the players mm. they were talking about was, was a right side of midfielder. And, so, do you, you think know, there was one that just fell through the net? And, who knows, mate? Yeah. But, you know, for me, Hammers isn't the right side of the midfielder. No, um, he's not. He's having of him attention sticking him out there. Yeah, you know, and I, I, I think that's the only reason. I think that's the only reason Carlo's putting him there is because there's no one else to play there that he actually he trusts. Did. That's what's got me worried about right back as well because you got to have someone, you know, who you can trust behind him because there's a lot of groundwork when when you got a flash player like you know Yamez in front of you. You've got to you've you've got to do twice the work. I feel, yeah, mate. yeah and and then he drift he drifts inside, doesn't he? And you know, yeah, it'd be interesting to see, like you said, mate, on Sunday whether he actually plays him out there because I think, again, I think he was obviously he's been carrying an injury, um, yeah, and who knows, yeah. you know, who knows on Sunday whether you you might see him a bit more central because obviously a few people have you know are in the school have thought that we've been found out a bit down that side and that's the way to yeah. get out. So I think know, we are we are. Looking at it now, just stepping back, we are about we need another three or four in, don't we? Yeah, definitely. Mate. That's what we agree. Cutting, cutting the uh, checks in January, but I wonder if he's thinking now, you know, to just to push on because we had that, like you said, we had that great start. We don't want that to all be for nothing. 
no. you know, by the time we get to Christmas and we're like, oh, mid-table again, great. Um, I think that means, I think, like like you were saying before, in terms of, like, when everyone's fully fit, I think we can give everyone a game. Um, yeah, it's just... The Tottenham game, the, yeah. the first of the season, Tottenham, that team was perfect. That picked itself, that team, starting 11, picked itself. But on the bench, obviously, we're a bit... You know what I mean? But it'd be nice to have some It's what's underneath. It's what's underneath, mate, isn't it? And that's yeah. where you look at, obviously, you know, the, the teams that are probably um, going to finish a bit higher than us, shall we say. Um, yeah, yeah. They've obviously decided their squads that they've got. They can absorb that, can't they? Whereas at the moment, it's we can't. Now, isn't it? It's showing where, like, we're starting to get the injuries and suspensions and the other teams are picking up, like you said, the ones you'd expect to be above us, like... Uh, Tottenham, Liverpool, and all that. Uh, Arsenal—they're all picking up now because they have got slightly bigger squads than us. Um, we just, yeah, we're still there. But like, he's only had one one window, hasn't he? I know Nothing. he had. I know he had the January last season, but he said he wasn't going to play no. dice there. Exactly, he wants us to have a good look at the squad, didn't he, mate? And um, like, like you said before, I think obviously he's he's took a bit of stick, Carlo, from certain quarters, which, you know, I think is totally unwarranted, mate. Like you said, he's had he's yeah. had one transfer window and the amount of obviously dead wood he's being left from like three or four different managers definitely isn't his yeah. fault. But I, I think, like you, and I know we've, we've discussed this before, I think if obviously he's given the time and he's given the resources to build the squad how he wants, then we'll definitely succeed, mate. And I think, we'll, you know, yeah. not, not just well, most. I've seen like a few doubters on Twitter. I'm like, are you mad? Yeah, yeah. So it's not like we've hired some like oh, chancellor or nothing like that. The <laughs> day Paolo Ancelotti, you know what I mean? It'll be spoken about, you know, throughout football forever. We're not getting anyone better, are we? Mate, at the minute, no, that's not right. no, nowhere near. We're, we're foolish to think that. I mean, God, we, we always think back to that report saying about David Moyes coming back and what what, God, we, yeah. expect, what we expect. Yeah, yeah. 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 You only got to look, John, you know, the late Moors and and what he said. Everton yeah. expect best, and you know that's it. That's the top and bottom of it. Yeah, 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 exactly, mate. And yeah. like you said, if if he if he's given the time, um, for me, we're not just we're not just winning one trophy. We're going to win multiple trophies because I think yeah. once once we sort of we get over that hump, what we all what we all know about, um, where we obviously haven't won a trophy for a quarter of a century. Once once the first one comes in, um, that to me is obviously always the the. The main, the main one. Um, and then obviously, we spoke about that's Jose, didn't we? About what he said yeah. when he when they won the league cup and that, and that was the hardest one to win. And then, well, mate, you just pulled the words straight out of my mouth. I was just about to quote Mourinho there because he always says, doesn't he? If you get that cup, that league cup, so what you win that in March, February, yeah, and you've got the flavour. And then he he always used to say to the players, whether it be Chelsea, United, or whoever he was managing at the time, got that flavour. Now, did you enjoy that? Did you enjoy the day out? Did you enjoy the success? Let's kick on. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think we 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 both know that that's a it's a massive game, that isn't it? Obviously in December, if we can yeah. get if we and we we owe them ones, don't we? Obviously after last week, but uh, yeah, if we yeah. if we can get through that, and then we've got a, a two legged semi in January where we might obviously have maybe a couple of players in, like Zabisco maybe, and, a, and some of the yeah. others. Um, might have a couple of fans back as well. Well, fing- fingers crossed, mate. Yeah, <laughs> most definitely. Yeah, to, to obviously to enjoy it. Um, but, but like. What were we originally talking about? And it's just flashed in my mind. And oh, yeah, the right wing, I'd go yeah. with Gordon because then if you've got Rich Allison on the left, you can switch them both. Because I'm I'm yeah. a big fan of being able to switch your wingers throughout the game. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So you, them two can do a job on either side, and they can turn inside, switch, 
let's do that. Holgate and Holgate and Gordon <laughs> as well. Um, you know, as yeah. as it's true, like a lot of pace there to be fair, isn't it? Getting forwards Holgate and back can, makes good shot. Holgate though. can cheeky pass out as well. Yeah. Holgate's a really good yeah, ball yeah. player. Yeah, like you saw before. Um, yeah, definitely, mate. So anyway, um, to probably to wrap wrap it up, what uh, what score <laughs> are you going for on Sunday? I'll go for 3-1. I reckon, I reckon we'll score reasonably early. They might equalise because we're a bit shaky at the back, aren't we? And then I think we'll get another one and then just, we'll carry on then. And just The belief of the Reds will pick up again. I can see Rich Allison having a stormer and he owes us one as well. He's always made so. after that, yeah. I think uh, hopefully he realises that, you know, it was a stupid tackle to put in. And yeah, obviously obviously it's not it's not all down to him because you know the rest of the team should have should have performed and picked up. But yeah, yeah. It's just man enough him. man enough to apologise. So he was, yeah. And it, it, it's um, it's shown obviously what a massive mess he's been, hasn't he? But uh, I mean like when you know when he's he, like he's been suspended before, hasn't he, or injured, when he comes back, you know he's on the pitch. You do oh, yeah, know he's there. Yeah. Forward and back as well, mate. But uh, yeah, yeah I, I've got to agree. I've got to agree with you. I think um, personally, I'm probably going for two 0 I think uh, mm. I think we'll we'll just we'll just have too much quality in the end for them. Yeah, I think it'll just click, won't it? They'll just you know, teams have the spells. Fulham will have the little spell against us, and I think, like he said, just the uh, hopefully the class and the focus will take over. Yeah. You know Definitely. What I, mean? I think that I think the last international break come mm-hmm. at the wrong time for us, but I think this one's probably come at the right time just to like yeah. focus. And we don't have to worry well. about that's it now till March, isn't it? International, so thank god, mate, sod yeah. them till then, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I think, like you said, I think uh, Richie will have a, a bit of a masterclass. I fancy him to get one, and obviously, Dom, Dom's just can't stop scoring, can he? So, I fancy him to get yeah. the other one, mate. So, we'll uh, we'll, we'll leave things there. Thanks very much again for coming on, mate. Much, uh, oh, mate, much appreciated. I'm and I'm uh, really proud that you're doing this. Really proud and privileged that I've been invited onto the first episode. You're an absolute I've, gem, mate. You know, and, uh, lo- looking forward to catching up. Yeah, I, but I do I miss you and we'll catch up soon, yeah. Definitely, mate. Because I am dying for a bed. <laughs> <laughs> you're, not, you're not the only one, mate. We'll definitely, we'll definitely sort something out soon, mate. But like I said, thanks again. And, um, thanks, you're welcome. Thanks, mate. And uh, thanks everyone for listening, guys. Um, if you can obviously leave some comments for us about what you thought about the show, um, I'd really appreciate it. Um, we're looking forward to the next episode next week. Uh, hopefully with Liam Dempsey, who's uh, a young up and coming keeper, um, we've got another big, uh, big massive Evertonian. So we uh, look forward to speaking to 